place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspot's Comics Town Hello, hi, everybody. You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 149, where we strongly recommend but only lightly review the best of the brand new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, March 21st, new comic book day. And this particular podcast believes there should be a Sunspot gem in the Infinity Gauntlet. I am your host. I adore comic books. My name is Chris Latore. How you doing? I hope all is well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and joining us here in the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I hope that you are having the day that you want, whatever that day may be, because that's important. Please hit the subscribe button on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Please check out our past podcasts on our robust feed and follow us on social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, all in one easy-to-find place with one simple name, at Sunspots Comics. That's right. I would personally appreciate it if you would do so and join the party. So let's start off now with some quick thank yous and some shout outs. The first one is I want to say thank you, of course, to our brand new sponsor, PopUpTea.com. Man, if you love nerdy t-shirts, you are going to love the robust, ginormical selection that PopUpTea.com has. Go check it out. They even gave me a little page where I can make some recommendations. Go to PopUpTea.com slash collection slash Sunspots Comics, and you'll see some of the comic book pop-up t-shirts that I personally recommend, just some. It's kind of nice they gathered them in one little simple page. But most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order. Even the clearance stuff, that's like at $11. So thank you so much. Go check out popuptea.com. Thank you guys. And also thank you to Nick Papa George, my friend that sang our Sunspots Comics theme song. Please check out his band, Solution. He is the lead singer and guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net and facebook.com slash solutionreggae for links to their music and some upcoming show dates. If you love reggae, rock, ska, it just infused all those things together to just make you feel good in general. It's great stuff. Check out his band, Solution. Thank you, Nick Papa George, for doing our theme song. And also thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori, for his work on our spinoff podcast, called Sunspot Scene. That's right, Sunspot Scene is my son, Jables, his friend Moises and Matt, although Matt's going to the Air Force, so they might be Mattless, but uh, they used to call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. I don't know if they're going to change that name to the, uh, I don't know, the the Kung Pao Chicken uh, 2 Dose? I don't know. But, <laughs> but they talk about movies and TV shows of all genres, not just comic books, and even sometimes at the end they play this little goofy, hilarious game. Uh, episode 14 is now available. I just loaded it not too long ago. It's where they review and discuss the Black Panther movie from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and much more. So check it out. It's a great time. It's fun. You'll have a chuckle or two. If you subscribe to this podcast, the Sunspots Comics podcast, you'll already get it. But it's available on all, of course, the other podcatchers. It's available on SoundCloud. And please follow them on Instagram at Scene. So thank you, my son, Jables. And a shout out. I actually visited a comic book booth that has a physical store for Aftershock Comics Saturday at WonderCon at the Anaheim Convention Center. So I wanted to say hello 
and give their comic book a shout out in case you're in the area. I wanted to say hi to Kenny at Nuclear Comics and Skate Shop in Laguna Niguel. They have a ton of comics in their booth at WonderCon, and they actually have a really cool, wonderful comic book shop that has a huge variety of comics and even skateboard stuff. I love it when you combine something together to um, just give that little extra variety, that little something special that you don't see very often. So it's comic books and skateboard stuff. They're located in the lovely city of Laguna Niguel in Orange County, California. just want to say thank you to Kenny. Uh, for being a reader and an advocate of Aftershock Comics. Uh, we really appreciate that. So please, if you're in Orange County and you um, want to go to a comic book shop, check out NuclearComics.com. It'll have their address there. It also tells you what they're all about, uh, even links to their social media. Uh, and they'll tell you what... It's nice. They have some pictures of what Nuclear Comics and Skate Shop is all about, but it's ultimately it's just an amazing selection of comics and skateboard stuff. And please support your local comic book shop and stop by Nuclear Comics and skate shop say hi to the owner kenny if you're there and tell, tell them chris from aftershock comics told you about them i would really appreciate it so now let's get into the sunspots comics podcast issue number 149 starting out with some stuff that's been floating around up inside my nerd brain the first thing of course that's lodged deeply inside of my nerd lobes is WonderCon. that's right it was just this weekend it was at the Anaheim Convention Center, uh, Friday through this Sunday today, and I just wanted to share my two favorite moments, uh, besides actually the stuff I bought, which I bought some great stuff, got some good deals, I'll actually just share those on pictures on our social media at Sunspots Comics very soon, so if you follow us, you'll see the cool stuff that I got, um, but I wanted to share the two major highlights. The first major highlight was meeting Mitch Gratz. He's an artist, a DC Comics uh, that I'm loving right now called Mr. Miracle. He signed issue number seven. He even did this quick little sketch doodle, which was amazing. I'll actually post it on Instagram very soon, at Sunspots Comics. But I want to say hello and thank you to Mitch Gerads. Man, your art is inspiring. It's lovely. It's gorgeous. Check out Mr. Miracle from DC Comics. It's going to be a multiple Eisner winner. It's fantastic. It's weird. Check out the glitchy effect that he does. You'll see what I'm talking about, and it's so cool looking. Also, another and second major highlight of WonderCon 2018 was meeting comic book artist Bob Q. Hey, Bob. I know you listen to the podcast. Uh, I picked up his fantastic new little independent mini comic book uh, that he just created called Scarves. Check it out. He actually signed it and did this gorgeous little sketch, but I can't even really call it a little sketch. He just went way above and beyond my expectations. I really just kind of ask artists to do like a simple doodle. And he did a super doodle. <laughs> it's beautiful. Just go to Sunspots Comics, at Sunspots Comics, and check it out. I posted a picture of it just recently. Um, Bob Q, who's an amazing artist, will be a future guest on a future podcast. And I'll actually be a guest on his podcast. And I wanted to give it a shout out. It's on iTunes and everywhere. It's called Booze and Brews. Uh, ultimately, their premise is you drink a beer and you tell like a like a like an interesting true story that's involving ghosts or something odd or aliens. I've listened to a couple of them and it's a great, hilarious, good time. Uh, but check out Bob Q and the Bob Q crew at Booze and Brews. It's a very, very cool podcast. I definitely recommend it. And I'll be a, a guest there in the future. We're going to work that out. But um, just want to say thank you and hello to Bob Q. Thanks again for signing scarves and for doing that gorgeous super doodle. Uh, also, I got to meet Alex Cox. want to say hello to Alex Cox of the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. They were at the WonderCon as well. Um, I donated, uh, my just son, my, my son Justin and I, we donated $20 to their cause, which their cause is actually protecting our First Amendment rights. So very important. But me and Jables um, got the $20 mystery grab bag. And man, we scored. 
Uh, we got a Conan the Barbarian comic book collection called Conan the Bloodstained Crown and other stories. Written and autographed by Kurt Music. Yes, it's in there. Drawn by master comic book artist Eric Powell of Goon and Hillbilly and others. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. Plus, it came with like four other number one comics with CBLDF variant covers. So, very awesome. Please donate to them and check out their website at cbldf.org. Cool stuff. First Amendment rights, right? Important. So I wanted to give just kind of a, a quick review and my final thoughts of WonderCon 2018. And I got to say, it's definitely number two behind San Diego Comic-Con for its girth, for its size, for its massive giant fun and variety of stuff. There were some great deals. I was actually surprised at some of the booths that just their actual sign said 25% off everything, 50% off everything. It definitely seemed um, that they got their finger on the pulse of our sort of economy and they wanted to just come out bringing things that are on sale and reasonably priced for people to get i enjoyed that and you saw that kind of everywhere you went um and it's kind of the one of the first years you've really seen that but i love that i hope that's a trend let's bring those prices down at comic book conventions um but man they had a just ton of cosplayers of course some strange oddities going on <laughs> which is of course every comic book convention uh WonderCon filled all three halls of the Anaheim Convention Center this year, and they were packed to the brim. Some of the the lanes were, were kind of narrow, putting you in that body-to-body -body type situation where it's just like you're kind of body checking and, and, and just kind of doing this evasive maneuvering as you go through from body-to-body. -body. It happens sometimes. Some of the lanes were a little wider open, and I, I really appreciate that. As a fan, in case you're listening, um, it's there are a lot of panels this year, too many panels that were just overlapping in time. So it was really difficult to get to a lot of them because there were just so many of them. But it was massive fun. I definitely give it a strong thumbs up. If you are unable to make it to the San Diego Comic-Con, the, the mecca that is San Diego, I would say this is definitely a number two. There was a lot of sort of little movie premieres and uh, trailers that were being sort of shown in various little halls. It was just a lot going on. I, I got to put it together for them well organized and the place was clean the floor was cool which is important last thing you want is just be kind of sweating down every single aisle with all these massive people and it was very nice and cool so got to give them props thank you wondercon i overall had a great time and i will be there next year for sure and the last thing is floating around in my nerd brain that i'm actually creating my very own comic book called zombie destroyers and zombie destroyers is this passion project it's something i've been working on and tooling around with for many years i've always wanted to create my own comic book and do it my way and i'm doing it it's called zombie destroyers i'm doing the writing the coloring and the lettering and my good friend jordan hudson is doing his gorgeous gorgeous art please check out his instagram at s-k-a-b-l-a-d-d -D. that's right scab lad but just a little quick zombie destroyers update we're actually wrapping up the first issue of zombie destroyers to hopefully put out sometime in the next few months and I tell you, Jordan's art is fantastic. We're wrapping it up. There's going to be this bonus page, a little little sort of spooky story from my childhood is the bonus page, uh, something that really happened to me. Uh, and you got to go look at this. If you want to see what my comic book looks like called Zombie Destroyers, go over to my website. It's sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. And there's actually six pages there. I get the cover page, the first four pages, and even this picture of Jordan's dad dressing up as a cosplayer of a character that I created for Zombie Destroyers named Bruce. It's so good. You got to see it. Just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers. Yes. And next up, I just want to mention a segment we call Spotlighting. 
And actually, uh, please check out our spotlighting interview. Recently, I did this interview with comic book artist and of this comic book called Vinegar Teeth and movie director uh, named Troy Nixie. And he directed this movie called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark that was written by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, of The Shape of Water, Mr. Academy Award winner himself. But I posted it a few weeks ago. Again, his name is Troy Nixie. You'll see it on our podcast feed. I love Vinegar Teeth that he does through Dark Horse. And this movie was fantastic. Don't Be Afraid of the Dark came out a few years ago. But please follow him at Troy Nixie, T-R-O-Y-N-I-X-E-Y. I'm super proud and humbled that he just came on and did this interview right here on Sunspots Comics. So I just wanted to highlight it and just mention it to you to go check it out. It's called Troy Nixie, the spotlighting interview. It's on the feed. Super proud of it. So if you yourself work in comic books or you're trying to break into comics like myself and you want to have a nice little nerdy conversation right here on a future podcast, just send me a message, hit me up on my email, hit me up at, at Sunspots Comics, of course. My email is chris at sunspotscomics.com. And of course, send me a little piece of your work so I can see it and read it. But I want to do what I can to support and help those struggling comic book creators like myself out there uh, to let you guys and our listeners know about the comic books they're working on. So hit me up if you'd like to be a guest right here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Now, on to the main course, the centerpiece of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations where I share with you my favorite new comic books that I recommend you read that just came out this last Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, March 21st. And of course, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But really, don't worry. I leave the last couple of pages alone. I only want to talk about some of the, just the tastiest nuggets in a comic. I don't want to discuss every single topic inside of a comic book. So you really don't have to worry. The last couple of pages, I don't even discuss. I don't even go there. But I definitely just want to inspire you, get the juices flowing, get you excited to go buy these comic books and read them. Why would I spoil them? And also, if uh, to see everything that I'm reading just encapsulated into one place, to see my pull list, to see my favorite picks for the last two years since I've been doing this comic book, just go to our website, sunspotscomics.com. It's got it all there. I update the website every single week. I'm super proud of it. Check it out. It's called sunspotscomics.com. Now let's talk about the artist winners. Every single week I pick my favorite, my favorite artist that of all the comics that I read and my favorite cover artist of all the comic books I read. And this week it was one and the same person that won this award. It is Tyler Crook from Dark Horse's Harrow County issue number 29. Please follow him at Mr. Tyler Crook on everything, social media. But Tyler Crook in Harrow County has been a multiple Sunspots comics art and cover and number one pick of the week and top pick of the week many times. Multiple winner. It's my favorite horror comic book of all time. So, and here it is again top art pick which just it doesn't surprise me every time it comes out i do this little battle and i look at all the comics and compare them as to what appeals to me most and this was the easily the hands down winner was harrow county issue number 29 so let's start with the cover <laughs> uh wow the cover is haunting it's frightening it's beautiful it's basically this zoomed <laughs> um this gigantic huge witch's eyeball that just stares very deep into your very soul. <laughs> but the respect to light and how Tyler uses light to just kind of show you how sticky the witch's face is in this huge close-up shot. It's just amazing. The, uh, <laughs> as my mother would call it, the muka pia pia in the eye. Uh, yes, she's Hawaiian. Uh, she would call it, <laughs> which is Hawaiian pigeon for eye boogers, is gross. It's super high detailed. You can see these little nuggets of nasty, really super close up on this giant witch's huge evil eye. It's breathtakingly drawn. 
Uh, Tyler Crook just, of course, in the interior art now from getting away from the cover. He, uh, in Harrow County, he's always done this, just this lovingly detailed watercolored style, and I absolutely love it. It it doesn't look like a lot of other comics out there, honestly. It's original, it's, it's the South done in this dark and twisted way, and the watercoloring gives it this warmth and this organic feeling. Always. It's consistent, it's beautiful, you have to see it. Just the way sometimes even the watercoloring bleeds upon the page and adds this sort of bleeding darkness to it it's wonderful a plus thank you tyler crook for your amazing gift uh, and thank you for sharing your amazing gift to the world it's <laughs> he's won so many times it's hard to say anything different and fresh about tyler crook's art but just go get harrow county you will not be disappointed so easily the artist winner and the cover artist winner go check out harrow county issue number 29 and the breakdown this week, I actually read 18 comic books, and four of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. There were no new number ones this week, which is odd. There's always at least one or two. So let's get into my top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list of the new comic book day, the new comic books that just came out for New Comic Book Day, March 21st. I really do recommend you go buy these. These are worth your time. Support your local comic book shop and go and get these comic books immediately. So now, on to my top comic book recommendations of the week. And as I said, there are four of them, so here we go. Coming in at number four is The Death of Love, issue number two. This is from Image Comics. This is written by Justin Jordan, art by Donal DeLay. Gorgeous colors by Omar Estevez. What a team. Top-notch team here. And it's very it's not very often when a number two issue will be the one that actually kind of beats the premiere's number one issue. Usually that packs an extra punch. And that gets sort of on my radar uh, for various reasons, because number one, they really want to hook you in, in number one issues, of course. But I felt like the second issue of this, of Death of Love, was better than the first one. So if you like uh, rated R, very weird, over-the-top, messed-up kind of pulp fiction slash I hate fairyland or chew like comic books or stories, you're going to love Death of Love. <laughs> um, so... Um, Harris, the main character, took a pill from a stranger at a party, and now he can see cupids? <laughs> and the cupids are, they're basically, in their way, it's the, they're these little sort of mischievous flying gremlins, basically. And Harris is trying to convince his friends that he is not on this bad acid trip anymore, and that these, these actual cupids are real. <laughs> It's hilarious. This whole comic is hilarious. It's messed up. It's a good time. I'm definitely sticking with this. There's a sequence in here that I absolutely laughed out loud when our main character, Harris, uh, has a Cupid in a bag. And he's trying to hold on to it as it flies around. And there's these two dudes that are there that are just kind of observing. And they say, you don't see that every day, do you? And the other guy is like, yeah, it's usually just Tuesdays. <laughs> And so I, there are a ton of other gags in this. That's only one. I'm not spoiling everything. But have a laugh. Look at this messed up rated R style comic. I don't know where this is going yet. It's ultimately, like I said, a bad acid trip where this guy can actually see cupids or candy. And he's trying to prove to his friends, to his friends that he can see them. <laughs> so um, give Death of Love a try. The art is great. It has this cartoony style. I, maybe since Chew is gone... I've been looking for something just wacky. I hate Fairyland definitely scratches that itch too, but this has a little more rated R over the top than, say, I hate Fairyland. Great cartooning style. Uh, you got to look at this. It's beautiful. Death of love. So 
it's on my pull list. I'm definitely going to want to see where this is going, even though I really kind of don't know where it's going. But check out Death of Love. Super good. So now on to the top three. Here we go. The Big Kahunas, the top three comic books that came out this week. Here we go. Coming in at number three is Kick-Ass, issue number two. And I think this is another example of when the number one issue came out. It wasn't a top pick, but number two is. I definitely find it better than the, the debut issue. But I like the setup here. This is, of course, Mark Millar, which he can do no wrong in my eyes. I've loved everything he's absolutely done. Starlight uh, comes to mind, which we just got a variant cover from the CBLFD. Go check out Starlight for Mark Millar. This is Pencils by the Master, the Veteran, the guy that's been doing so many things. Spider-Man for most of the years is probably my favorite of his work. John Romita Jr. Yes. His art is very chiseled, very edgy, very blocky, but I love it. It just has this classic style to it that is can only be described as John Romita Jr. It's just very, his very style is unique. But this is a lot of setup. I enjoy the setup here. Kick-Ass is this single mom that has two kids. She's trying to stay in school and be a waitress. And so she's just kind of down on her luck, but she's found a way to rob criminals. She does her homework. She waits patiently. She sits in her car and just observes. She waits for that absolutely right moment to, to take advantage of being able to rob these, these villains that are doing all kinds of things, drug-related mostly. But of course, you can expect in a kick-ass comic that the violence is brutal and very grounded in realism. Like there's this scene where she even mentions our main character just how hard it actually is to knock someone unconscious and there's sort of a she sort of lives in that little discussion for a second saying like she has a code where she doesn't want to give anyone brain damage or kill anyone she wants to keep them alive but just knock them out and so there must have been some trial and error in here where she was just murdering people but this is kind of it just kind of jumps right in you don't see the sort of origin of this you're, you don't really reference as to what happened to the original Kick-Ass, as to why she sort of has taken over. I have a feeling they're going to kind of explain that later on. Mark Millar does that quite often. But, man, I'm really enjoying this. I like that she has a superhero code and that she is ultimately doing it for her two children that are adorable. And she's trying to just make ends meet and just having a rough time. And she figures, why not rob criminals? She donates mon money to charity. So you do get that hero feeling here, which I'd say is a little fresh for kick-ass anyway. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. I'm definitely in. And I'd say jump in right here or get the first one. It, it's a little more of an action-packed, not explaining everything. This goes and kind of explains some things as to at least our, our main character's motivation as to why she's kick-ass. And like I said, I can relate. She's a single mom. She has two kids. And she just wants to do the right thing and be a hero and uh, not kill people with her superhero code. Very cool. Kick-ass. Check it out. Top pick. And I, I expect from here, that's kind of where Mark Miller, what he does, it's like three, four, and five is where he really picks up and hooks you. It's not really one and two. I've noticed this. He has a pattern. But anyway, Mark Millar can do no wrong in my eyes. So that's our number three. And coming in at number two is Deathbed, issue number two. This is from Vertigo Comics, written by Joshua Williamson, who's done some fantastic stuff like Flash. He's done Flash for a ton of time. Birthright is another one that he's been doing. And art by Riley Rosmo. I love when Riley Rosmo did a Batman series not too long ago. And he does just this sort of odd, quirky... Very sort of in the vein of, it just has that young animal imprint feel and it just a very sort of independent comic books feel. He just he has this sort of weird cartoony edge. Reminds me of like the Umbrella Academy, that kind of feel and look. Although I think he did the art for that as well. 
but it is a cartoony style with this just very sort of stylistic way of of rendering the action and the body sometimes you don't really know where the arms and legs start it's one of those he's one of those kinds of artists where you have to sometimes sort of stop and pay attention but i love it it's very kind of just this indie comic book feel but deathbed <laughs> this the self-centered conceited lunatic adventurer antonio luna is still traveling the world with spunky ghost rider valentine as they try to stop these ninja assassins from murdering murdering everyone in Luna's life. <laughs> um, in an effort to try to erase his memory so that he's taken from the history books. So that's really the gist. And this takes our lovable team here to this great sequence at a funeral for the character named Maggie. She's this ultimate humanitarian and the greatest love of Luna's life. And <laughs> there's just this level 10 awkward sequence here that... He decides to tell this wonderful tale of love with Maggie in front of her kids and other family members that aren't his kids, but her kids. Obviously, she moved on. And it's just this great tale of alien fighting action, uh, frivolity. But how this actually ends up is a huge surprise uh, to our lovable egomaniac here. And, of course, to Maggie's family, who she obviously had a romp with Antonio and that ended in sort of created a family but this sequence absolutely made me laugh out loud in like four or five different little beats check it out it's deathbed is like a it's like indiana jones meets archer it's the best way to describe it it's a it's just a funny road adventure there's a very weird little cliffhanger ending at this uh, you gotta see it <laughs> and also it's hilarious uh, but it's drawn exceptionally well it's just a fun good time quirky fun overall it's a great time with our over-the-top sort of self-centered adventurer Antonio Luna and his very quirky, very millenniesque, millennial kind of character Valentine. Great little pairing, great little road trip, great little sort of buddy storytelling as she's trying to tell his life story, which he claims to be the greatest adventurer of all time. That is Deathbed. Fantastic stuff. Goofy, funny, action-packed though, and it just has this edge to it as well. I really, really like it. Check out Deathbed. But now here we go. That's right. It's that time. We are at the number one. The one that has you've been waiting for. This week's champion, the numero uno, the top of the mountain. The Count of Monte Cristo. The Italian Stallion. Rocky Belt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but the number one comic book this week was Harrow County. Issue number 29. That's right. It's our artist winner with Tyler Crook. It's our cover artist winner with Tyler Crook. Written by... Cullen Bunn. This is my favorite of everything that Cullen Bunn writes, and he writes a lot of stuff that I'm really enjoying, like, off the top of my head, Regression is one that I've, I've been seriously enjoying. But Harrow County is my favorite horror comic of all time. One of my favorite comics of all time. It's, uh, it's just a multiple art winner, multiple top pick of the week from here in Sunspots Comics. Harrow County. And again, that cover with this giant witch's eyeball and the sort of the muck that's in the witch's eyeball and this close-up of this gruesome eyeball with the veiny bloods in the eye. It's just, you got to see it. Wonderful, giant zoom-up of just an eyeball. <laughs> but um, the opening sequence in here where Emmy, our main character, is letting her friend, the skinless boy, the boy I know him, uh, just pass on to the great beyond was so beautiful and lovingly done. I, I was verklempt. <laughs> I, I I got misty-eyed, yes. But it's so gorgeously done, you have to see it. She's been with the skinless boy from the very beginning of issue number one. 
So he actually passed a long time ago, technically, or a few issues ago. But this is where she sort of lays him to rest. And it uh, it definitely affected me emotionally. This is ending on issue number 32. Series finale is coming up, and this is issue number 29. So I'm definitely going to be cryptic in the way I explain it, because you should go back and read this. It's been the exact same team 99% of the time. There was one or two little fill-ins, but the artist has been fantastic. But anyway, mostly the strength of that opening sequence that really affected me emotionally is why this is the number one pick. When she lays her friend to rest, it's just touching. And there's this sort of like thorny straw structure that sort of comes out of the ground to sort of welcome the skinless boy to the to the great beyond. It's gorgeous. But I can't wait to see how this series ends on issue number 32. Uh, this chilling issue centers around Hester's rise to power. Hester is the evil witch, yes, with the eyeball muck on the cover. She summons this meeting house. Again, another house that sort of rises from the ground. Um, to meet her council of dread, her family. To say goodbye in this very merciless, gruesome fashion. That's saying too much a little already, but that's all I'm going to say. And man, that sequence is so action-packed and brutal. This is the start of the final showdown. This is the end right here it's leading up to. It's good versus evil. It's going to be an amazing end to this Eisner, multiple Eisner winning, and Sunspots Comics Award winning, and my personal favorite horror comic of all time, Emmy versus Hester. Who will prevail? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be evil? And don't forget, these are always bonus packed. There's a fantastic single bonus page. It's just chilling, haunting of this character that I hope they weave in to the last couple of pages, but I don't think they will at the pace that we're going here. Um, and also a really spooky kind of story, which... They pretty much do at the end of every issue of Harrow County. So get it. There's In the collected issues, there isn't as much I noticed. I, I just kind of breezed through volume one. And I was like, where are the letters? I mean, there was like one, but not all of them. So I do recommend you read this in single issues and spend time with the back of the comic. Don't uh, put it away until you've read through every single page. Great little spooky stories from readers and so on in the very back. And always a little bonus page from them. And usually a guest artist. It's fantastic. It's worth the money. It is uh, one of the greatest comics, in my personal opinion, uh, that I've ever read in my entire life. Harrow County. Easily the number one pick. The artist winner. The cover artist winner. Multiple Eisner winner. What can I say? There's just there's a multiple Sunspots Comics winner. Harrow County. Top notch. A plus. All the way. Check it out. Cullen Bunn and Tyler Crook. One of the best teams ever. I, I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but... This is a reread for me, and I rarely ever say that, and I rarely ever reread stuff because there's so much good stuff out there. But go get Harrow County, number one pick, easily fantastic stuff. So there you go. That's the Sunspots Comics podcast number 149. Let me lock the vault door. And those are my new comic book recommendations this week for New Comic Book Day, March 21st. Please go to a local comic book shop in your area. Support them. Buy stuff from a local comic book shop. It's worth it. The experience is fun. For Aftershock Comics, my job, I go to comic book shops all over up and down California. And it's a wonderful experience. They're fantastic people. And they'll tell you about comics. They'll give you their opinion. And it's just a fun experience. Please support a local comic book shop. Buy these comics that I recommend. Tell them that Chris at Sunspots Comics and Aftershock Comics sent you. And if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like a personal recommendation of a comic, email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. If I read your, your email on a podcast, I will actually mail you a little thank you from me directly just for writing in. 
Please check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Sign up for our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And tune in next week for issue number 150. I'm trying to get something together to make it kind of a special episode since it's kind of a landmark number of 150 uh, of the Sunspots Comic Podcast, which will be available next Sunday. I'll be reading a list of 13 new comic books for March 28th, New Comic Book Day. And there are two new number ones that are coming out that I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping they're great so I can tell you about them. And you can jump right on at a new issue number one of a comic book. It's a wonderful thing when that happens, right? But here is a sneak peek into into some of the comic books that are coming out next week for review that I'll be reading for podcast issue number 150 of the Sunspots Comics podcast. So here we go. March 28th, coming out next Wednesday from Aftershock Comics. Backways is coming out from Image Comic, Bonehead. Issue number four is coming out. Uh, that's been fantastic. Parkour, sci-fi parkour is Bonehead. And a landmark issue, an oversized anniversary issue of Daredevil, issue number 600, legacy numbered, the Mayor Fisk conclusion and finale. I gotta see this, I'm excited. Daredevil's been so, so great. Uh, Batman, Detective Comics, 977. That's coming up next week as well. I'm excited about that. It's been fantastic, the whole Poison Ivy arc that's going on. Uh, Jimmy's Bastards from Aftershock is coming out next week. That's that weird little sort of tale of... 007 James Bond had impregnated every woman that he'd ever had come encounter with. Had encounter with. It's crazy! And that the, the bastard children of his come to attack him. The super spy. Jimmy's Bastards. Fantastic. You gotta check that out. Moon Knight, number 193, is coming out next week. Uh, Rough Riders, Ride or Die, issue number two from Aftershocks, coming out next week. Another landmark issue of, of, of this week, of, of next week, is Saga, issue number 50. That might be the one I'm most excited about and I'm just can't, I'm anticipating that to be amazing and oh and this one actually I think is Strangers in Paradise from Terry Moore uh, issue number three that's coming out next week uh, it was such a great cliffhanger of issue number two with Kachu on the end of a cliff in the snow like what's gonna happen that's my highly anticipated pick next week is Strangers in Paradise issue number three so there you go I'm telling you it's gonna be a bat boatload of excellent new comics next week so please tune in subscribe listen in tell a nerdy loved one to check out sunspots comics we would greatly appreciate it and just like i said give a little back to us we'd really appreciate it go to itunes give us some positive words give us a five-star review if i read your review on a future podcast i will give you a shout out i'll personally thank you on a podcast and i will mail you a comic book related prize i've sent some out you know who you are uh, when you get your prize, share it on social media and tag me so I know that you got it and I hopefully you enjoy it. It's just a little something for me for saying thank you for giving us a nice review. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that I inspired you, got you pumped to go buy these comic books that I recommended on the countdown. They're great. Please go buy them and support your local comic book shop. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comics and then do that together. Read some comics with the one you love. It's great when that happens. Stay nerdy. Be like water, my friends. See you next week. Bye-bye.
shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where love no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town A testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, test!